Remember when you're saying they won't keep anyone? And Dorn was like, he and me goes, yes, even you, Dorn. There's some future all-stars on this team. He's like optimistic for a curmudgeon. Oh, for sure. Or like Vaughn storms into the office and yeah. freaks out. He's like, good. I like that kind of spirit in a player. The only problem is I didn't cut you. I think someone's been having some fun with you. <laughs> the way he talks, it's like hillbilly poetry. It's great. Yeah. He's great. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <coughs> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, Recasting Major League. Burn on, Big River. Burn on. In 1969, Randy Newman read an article about the heavily polluted Cuyahoga River in Ohio literally catching on fire. Little did he know that 20 years later, his melodic creation would hitch itself to the greatest baseball movie ever filmed. Some will say The Natural, Bull Durham, or Field of Dreams deserve that title. But to that, I say, forget about the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. Today on Buzz in the Tower, we will tempt fate again as we recast the characters of Major League with other 80s actors. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the guy whose name we could not find on IMDb or anywhere, to my Harry Doyle, Max Sanders. And with that, just a bit outside. <laughs> it's a little early for Harry Doyle. It is not early. <laughs> Bob Euchre lives in my mind 24-7. Who is this guy? I don't know. In real life, I he's, couldn't find him. In real life, his name's Skip. We gave a whole six minutes of research <laughs> and then quit. We were like, nope, can't find it. Yeah.
Yeah. He's, he's funny, though. This movie is fire. Yeah. Pure fire. It's the greatest sports movie of all time. Well, you, you and I are no. so... Wait, Friday Night Lights. We're trashed pandas. Yeah. I've said this before. Num, we num, we, num, we num, love... Num. A, give me the dirty trash. I love it. This movie is garbage. This movie is like 10-day-old rotten curry, but it is delicious. Yeah. Oh. Excuse me. I, I hate baseball. Like, full disclosure. So full disclosure. Tigers fans are... Intense. I know. I, I my kids don't play baseball. I have no interest in baseball. And it's America's pastime, but bro. It's, it's so funny because for '80s films, Major League and The Naked Gun, which I know is not a baseball movie, it's not. but the the end of it, and it is a baseball movie. Enrico Palazzo is singing the national. Hey, anthem. it's Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, and then what else? There's another baseball movie that I actually love. That's not. Oh, Field of Dreams. Duh, dirt. What about the Sandlot? I, yeah, Sandlot too. I like Forever. baseball. I like. I, I know. I like baseball movies. Yeah. I don't like baseball. Well, it's long. Yeah, yeah. It's not my. I need something fast, fast pace. I love it. I'm a Red Sox, which is fan. weird because you have like the worst eighty everything in the world. You got like all the initials A through Z. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Well, yeah. When I was in high, up until high school, and then I kind of faded. All right, all yeah. right, fair. So Squirrel. today we're gonna recast. And uh, Max, all credit to you. Uh, going back to the very first recast we ever did. I say this every time we do a recasting episode. You didn't like it. I lived in total fear of it and made me uncomfortable. And now you called me up and you're like, hey. I got an idea. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it? And you're like, burn on. No, you didn't sing. I can't sing. Oh, you can't sing. You're yeah. like, burn on, big river. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> but here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. And we are doing- The Jason re- Bateman show. You like that? Yeah. We're doing a little recasting of uh, Major League. And it's I, such a great, I'm excited. It's a great ensemble cast. Like, it's a lot of fun. A lot of flavors, a lot of, lot of different uh, ingredients in yeah. this stew of people. Yeah, it's absolutely. Lots of people talk about their hair and their eyes and their height. It's like your favorite episode. That's true. <laughs> This is an eclectic group of people. Oh, you're weird. All right. So (laughs) we got nothing new to announce other than, uh, God, man, last week's episode, Patrick Swayze recasting, uh, recasting, recasting (laughs) Patrick Swayze, remembering Patrick Swayze. That could be fun. We should recast. You stop it right now. Recast an actor's entire 80s catalog. You stop it right now. That could be fun. I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. Not Swayze. No, someone else. Someone I have less love for than him. But great episode. Got tons of amazing feedback. People really dug it. People dig the Swayze, man. And yes, we know. Point break. We understand. We just It's not in the 80s. We get it. So 80stees.com. No contest for this week. We are still cooking on something, so don't worry. But they're fantastic. Go to their website. Check out their t-shirts. Buy and a Roadhouse t-shirt. Buy a Roadhouse. And keep listening because uh, something's coming. Something big. I, I don't know what it you is. You don't know. I don't you, know either. You do the business. Oh, stuff. I know. I do all the business. I do everything. What do you do? Social media. So you do social media yeah. so well. You're such a little, <laughs> such an influencer. My little Max the influencer. Logan Paul. Oh, it's beautiful. So are we ready to jump right into this movie and talk about major? league you're gonna explain it first i'm going well i'm gonna i want to add a little piece of this i have not once since we started this podcast felt bad that we went the route of clean content like i've never been like oh man like i wish we darn it i would heck heck (laughs) oh heck i've never felt that way because i really first of all you know obviously like my day job and and there's just things that make it difficult for me to do explicit content yeah so you were great with it and we do a pretty good job of keeping it joy because it's been fun because it keeps us positive this is the only movie where I was like, oh my God, like I can't say any of my favorite quotes literally except for the one I said about give him the heater. Dorn. Fine. Like there's two words in this movie that don't have F-bombs in them, but uh, I, I'm not, I'm not saying it from a critical standpoint. Wild thing. I think I love you. Oh, that's true. That's pretty but good. I want to know for sure. <laughs> give me Vaughn. This is one of those movies. And this is in part, I guess what I'll talk about before we jump into the movie. My friends and I 
All we did in high school is quote this movie. Really? Oh my god! Like, like, <laughs> cut the you know what? Give him the heater. You got Lou Brown. Oh, I, because I, I've been doing Lou Brown with my friends forever. Like, yeah. we we just all the time. Or we used to go watch the basketball games in high school, and if one of our friends was playing poorly, I'd stick my arm out and tap it with two fingers and be like, <laughs> "Give me Vaughn." Like, we just all the time. This movie struck a chord, and and again, now that we're researching it and I'm learning about it, and we're gonna talk about this in a minute. I even love it more because when you learn about who wrote and who directed and why yeah, and how yeah. this. Came it's about. Pretty, it's pretty good. Oh man, we're going to talk about that. So before we do anything else, Max, is there anything on your list uh, aside from my kiss? Little Hollow Notes joke. You missed it. No. Because your kiss is on my list. You just randomly give me a Hollow Notes quote. Why not? I don't know. Eighties, man eater, seventies too. Yeah, yeah. She only come out at night. The mean. Oh my God! Your even your snapping is off. It's incredible. All right, all right, all right. Do you have anything? or Are we ready to jump into the greatest baseball movie ever made? What well, What else would I say right now? Nothing. <laughs> You're, you're, uh, you're Harry Doyle's sidekick. You yeah. barely say a word. Glug, glug, glug. Oh, party all the time. Wow. Eddie Murphy. You yeah. like that? Yeah. My girl likes. <laughs> all right. Uh, quick synopsis of this movie. Give me a fastball. And, and, and you know, again, not a very complicated story. Very simple. Uh, 1989 major league. The new owner of the Cleveland Indians puts together a purposefully horrible team. So they'll lose and she can move the team to Miami. But when the plot is uncovered, they start winning just to spite her. Underdog story times a billion. Underdog story. So if you are a Detroit Lions fan, which you are, this movie <laughs> has to hit you in a very special place. I always, I always liked this movie because I loved the idea of this down and out crap team. Like the whole beginning of this movie, when they're showing these fans, like all the different flavors of fans. You feel you, Cleveland pretty you, hard. Oh my God. Because Cleveland and Detroit, man. Like yeah. that's like, you know. You, you guys are kindred spirits. Big kinda. time. Yeah. Big time. Even though I hate Ohio. You know. Oh, Have I you should, been to Cleveland? I have. I mean, I'm not a big Ohio fan because I went, you shouldn't be an Ohio fan. Well, you're a transplant from. Yeah, but Buckeyes. We're, we're, we're Wolverines. That's the toughest Wolverine. Oh, there you go. Say it a little Grr. bit better. There you go. So David Ward directed and wrote this film. David S. Ward. David S. Ward. This guy is, is me. He is a diehard Cleveland fan yeah. who was like, I just, he didn't write this to make fun of Cleveland. He wrote this because he wanted to just feel the excitement <laughs> of them winning and like, and fixing things. Yeah. And this whole movie, if you watch the movie, and we'll get into the characters, we'll talk about recasting and everything else, but this whole movie feels so genuine. It feels like it's written by a fan. And it's literally motivated me to create the a football version, yeah. the football version of Major League about the Lions. What, what would it be called? <laughs> Never no. going to happen. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it right now. Do you know oh, that, in 16? Do you know that when Cleveland got uh, got good, I'm jumping to a fact that you probably have, but when they were, uh, and I don't know anything about baseball, so you'll have to correct that me. someone what? used the Jobu statue? No, not though. They had the Jobu statue, but they tried to get, they were they were lining up Charlie Sheen to throw out the first pitch. Shut up. I swear to God, yeah. something happened. Like they already had someone, but Charlie like, Sheen got mauled by a tiger. Yeah, some tiger blood, <laughs> but uh, they had him ready. It was when they like finally got good again and they yeah. were relevant and they, and they had, I know. No, this is me talking about baseball. Well, you know Some, he can throw, actually. Oh, we, we're easy. We're getting there. Let's okay. let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about David S. Ward a little bit, though. Do you know his other movies? Uh, yeah, yeah. King he, Ralph, The Program, Major League he Two. He also directed The Program. Down Periscope, Lattimore. Oh no, Lattimore. Let's I know. Let's talk about Down Periscope. Yeah. Come on, that's a great one. Is that Tom Arnold? No. Okay. That's <laughs> no, Mikhail, I don't that's remember. Navy. Yes, you're thinking of Kale's <laughs> Navy. <laughs> well, yeah, like, no, it's what's his face from Frasier. Uh, who's the guy in Frasier? Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. Yeah. Um, and no, the thing. The, is this thing great? Yes. I've never seen it. This thing is great. But let's go to let's go to where you want to go. The program. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Lattimore. Yeah. He he's got. If you look at all the other movies he's done, he's it all makes sense. He's got the sports writer's touch. Yes. Like he knows. Yes. It feels like this guy's been in locker rooms for twenty five years. Yes. So we got all types of 
exciting people in this movie, right? So got the president from twenty four. <laughs> Serrano, my mind every time. Uh, Allstate. Yeah. More people probably know him from Allstate than the president from twenty four. Max, should I hit with some facts? I've got some. Hit him. Hit me. Hit him. Hit, hit, hit you. All right. So Ward puts this ragtag bunch of players together. He grabs a longtime Dodgers catcher, Steve Yeager, to organize a training camp for the actors. Yeah. So they all went through training camp. It feels real. Yeah. Charlie Sheen admitted, this is his own words, took steroids for no other reason than to be able to throw the ball fast. Well, he's a baseball freak. Yeah. You know, he can throw 85 miles an hour. Yeah, that's no joke. Yeah. That's like legit. He was um, a high school pitcher. He got yeah. offered a scholarship to University of Kansas. So in 2016, the the real Cleveland Indians set up a Jobu shrine. I think you mentioned <laughs> incredible. that, which is incredible. Doesn't one of our fans have a Jobu tattoo? Beersome podcast. Yeah. Yes. And it's incredible. <laughs> they have a Jobu. The Jobu tattoo is incredible. The team's unofficial mascot now belongs to Morgan Creek Productions um, managing director, Brian Robinson. So the actual doll, the Jobu. Oh, that's cool. He turned down offers for it up to $35,000. Oh my God. So he's holding on. I would have taken it. And by the way, how did that not make it into our uh, collector's well, uh, episode? Edition three. There's lots of good stuff. Do you uh, know there's 20,000 extras in the stands? Yeah. It so felt like a real like party. So, and they were saying like um, Serrano, uh, he was like, got teary eyed during that scene. And the guy who was helping him with baseball was like, yeah, this is what it's like a hundred games a year. Like, oh my God. Yeah. All these actors had like no idea. There's, I mean, some of the facts on this are probably less a big deal to me and more big deal to other people. But Bob Euchre, the reason that they fell in love with him and got him had to do his Miller Lite commercials. And he had the role with Mr. Belvedere. They had no idea that he was also an announcer. <laughs> and there was no Google back then. Right. So they had no <laughs> clue that he was like um, the Bruins, right? Milwaukee. Yeah. Okay. The so, Bruins. See, I know, yeah. you're gonna have to help me. Boston know, Bruins is I know, hockey. There you go. I know yeah. nothing about. Woo! I know more than you on baseball. Yes, sir, you do. Baby Ruth. Um, Baby the, Ruth. The opponent slugger that the Yankees hit the home runs. Haywood. He's a pitcher, right? He's a former pitcher. Yeah, yeah with the Brewers. Uh, Peter Yukovich. And do you know Jeremy Piven was in this movie? He was. His yeah. scene got cut from the end, though. What does a bench jockey mean? I was don't it, know. Was he in the on the team? Or we was... should we should ask him because we're close friends with Jeremy Piven. <laughs> Germs. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> So the wildest thing that you found about this movie, and I know we're not going through like every bit of it because I just assume whoever's listening to this at least knows what takes place in the movie, but the alternate ending, I had no clue there was an alternate ending. Talk yeah. to this because so, you, you found this, not yeah. me. Rachel Phelps, the owner, you know, screws them out of everything. No more planes, buses, everything doesn't work. But there's a scene cut out where she was kind of like the money ball. She was doing this so that they would spite her and like band together to win. Yeah. And she actually loved the team. Yeah. And it doesn't fit at all. It doesn't fit it. at all. It's, it's terrible. A, it doesn't, I don't like it. It's oh, so glad they it's, didn't pick it's it. It's her and Lou Brown in the conference room. And yeah. she's like, well, I think I don't like it because she's one upping Lou Brown. You're yeah. like, hey, don't trick the guy I like the most in this movie. It didn't feel good. No. Yeah. They picked the absolute right one. The, I'm the only other. Yeah, you need a villain. No. Yeah. And, and plus like, there's no way the lengths that she went to, like that's too. And uh, in the end, she's crying and she's looking up to her like dead husband. Yeah. Like we did it, baby. No, I'm no. like, no. Wasn't she like a showgirl? And met him is that her, <laughs> she, her backstory she, she or was, something yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so this is the only other part that i think is kind of cool for people that know anything about baseball which isn't me so i'm reading straight off the script on this so not totally specific but the movie based a lot of the characters off of actual baseball players at the time yeah like pedro serrano is moises Alou. Right? Are, you, are you literally gonna steal this from me no, I, no i'm just, reading through it calm down sit on your hands that's the one i'm I going through the list is that the only one you knew i have no idea he pees on his hands that's weird pedro serrano according to the author uh david David Ward is partially based on Orlando Cepeda and Wade Boggs. So neither of the people you said. No. I, well, Moisa Lou is one guy. I'm getting there. Hold on. Willie Mays Hayes, according to Ward, is based on Ricky Henderson. Yep. Uh, Ryan Duran was the inspiration for Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. Okay. And Ed Harris appears to be inspired by Gaylord Perry. 
who is known for using outside substances to enhance his pitches. Yeah. Uh, Jake Taylor was inspired by Carlton Fisk, a catcher who had a long career with the Boston Red Sox and Chicago White Sox. And Lou Brown mentions early on that Taylor was an all-star in Boston. So there you go. Yeah. You should know this. Yeah. Fisky. Boston. Fisk. He waved the home run. This means nothing. Have you seen Goodwill Hunting? I've seen nothing. You've seen Goodwill Hunting? Is it in the 80s? You've seen Goodwill Hunting? Yes, I've seen yeah. it. I know. This is after the game. He's talking about they had the, the tickets guy waving too. It. Yeah, yeah. That's Fisk. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right. Good. Can we start? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Play ball! <laughs> home run. Touchdown. Uh, oh, that's actually a really cool thing, too. Uh, all of Serrano's uh, home, runs are real. home runs are real. Yeah, which is wild to me. I mean, he is built like a brick house. Oh, he's a truck. Yeah. He's an absolute truck. Makes me want to wear purple underwear. Okay. Anyways, uh, you know, help me, Joe Boo. I say, to heck you. with you. Thank Gosh you. darn it. I'll do it myself. <laughs> it's so awful. Uh, hats for bats. Hats for bats. <laughs> Keep bats warm. So <laughs> recasting rules. Recasting rules. We have not disclosed anything to each other. We have to have backups in case we grab it. Yep. We're not doing every single character, but we're doing a lot of characters. Like eleven or twelve. We're listing them from least important to most important. And other than that, giddy up. Let's do it. You'll start as usual. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. We're doing Charlie Donovan. The Charlie Donovan, the played by Charles Cyphers. Yeah. He looks like Brian Dennehy's little brother. Um, is that he who, does. Is that who you picked? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. Because that'd be really unoriginal. Damn it. <laughs> Good thing I got a backup. Anyways, who's your pick, Max? Well, he's mine's little- definitely not Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Lovable curmudgeon, old school guy, gruff exterior, cupcake on the inside. I'm going John Ashton, Beverly Hills cop, Sergeant Taggart. Oh, yeah. I like it. Because he goes against Bogomil's orders. Yeah, She's yeah, going yeah, against, yeah. He's going against Rachel Phelps's orders. Sure, sure. He wants to do what's right. Yeah. He has some charm and fun to him. He does. Yeah. He dresses up as an ex-president at a strip club. Like, it's, you know. He does? Don't you remember when they go there and. Uh, oh, Gerald Ford. Axel yeah. Foley's like, yeah. yeah, this is Gerald Ford <laughs> okay. and his security detail. How did you not remember that? Come I, on. I don't know. I, was, I thought Abraham Lincoln. I was like, what's going on? Are you talking Bill and Ted? What are we doing here? But he has a moral compass. You know, good, it's a good pick. Good stash. It's a good pick. Yeah. It's uh, it's solid. I like it. It's not it's, Brian uh, Dennis. It's not Brian Denny. <laughs> God, I hate you so much. You'll do it. I can't. No, I can't do it. God. Well, I'm going to have to do it because that's the only one I have. You hurt my feelings. So let's talk for a minute about this guy. Were you just trying to finagle into like, where you just create a I new know, You pick? know what? I've actually got someone better. Okay. I, I have someone better. I'm not going to do him. So so there you go. <laughs> Let me hear this. So we should mention that Charles Cyphers was, do you know what else he was in? No. <laughs> the most random stuff. He was uh, Lee Brackett in Halloween, in okay. a couple of Halloweens, and he's one of the interrogators in Loaded Weapon 1. Have you seen Loaded Weapon no. 1? <laughs> it is, it is, I thought you were making something up. It's on par with how I feel about Hot Shots. Yeah. Like like Loaded Weapon 1, you've got... Oh, it's like Lethal Weapon, it's a satire? Yeah, have you have you really never... You don't know anything about no. it? No. Is it 80s? Oh my God. I think it's like 91. No. It's, it's early 90s, maybe. So Samuel L. Jackson is playing like Murtaugh. I'm in. And Emilio Estevez is playing Riggs. Shut up! And Kathy Ireland is playing. Oh my god! This sounds like a real movie. The Renee is, Russo what, character. What's uh, what's her name from um, Basic Instinct? Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. So there's a whole scene where they're doing like the interrogation. And it's yeah, Kathy yeah. Ireland, but the movie's absurd. It's I it's, see it's, that. it's it's worth watching. It's okay. really absurd. You're stalling. All right, sorry, I'm stalling. Well, since you torpedoed <laughs> Brian Dennehy, I do have a backup for you, George Kennedy. Who is George Kennedy? Is Ed from The Naked Gun? Oh. And Father O'Malley from Delta Force. Okay. Yeah, Same yeah. kind of like, you know, like kind of goofy, sillier, heavier, older white guy. Yeah. But I thought it would be good. It works. Well, it was no Brian Dennehy. But again, <laughs> you murdered Brian Dennehy for me. So thank you for that. Are you going to start the next one? Or yeah. Maybe? No, I'm going to go first, Max, because yeah. you ruined the one I had. Oh, so. Also, I said Paul Newman, The Verdict, Frank Gavin. 
Oh, well, there you go. Galvin. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Galvin, Gavin. Ed Harris. So mad. Ed Harris, the pitcher. We should also talk Ed a little Harris. bit. You know, we, we kind of skipped over the character, but we'll do it moving forward. But the last character we did was the general manager. Let me get a little more detail. Okay. Let the people have a little something. I'm just saying. Come on. I told you to clapping. Be good to our fans. Okay. Treat them better than you treat me. Your co-host. I treat you great. You don't. Ed Harris, who is the pitcher, he's great in this. Um, he's also great in other movies I love. He's in Hoosiers. He is the reporter in The Untouchables. Yeah, yeah. And more importantly, and most importantly, he's Colonel Oates in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember him from that? Yeah. Also, one other, is Last Boy Scout 90? 91. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's Senator Baynard. Oh, that's Who cool. takes the, remember the football of the face and he's like this, the sleaze, <laughs> but he does, he's great. So, you know, the, you know, the actor played college baseball too? Yeah. At yeah, Southwestern, yeah. Oh, yeah. Texas. He could, throw, he could yeah. throw the ball. Yeah. He could throw the ball. So this was a tough one. I had to think about this, right? Because um, he's using Vaseline. He's cheating. Oh, and also, how did I even forget this? In addition to that, he was Nelson Fox from Above the Law. Oh, yeah. From, uh, with Nico Toscani. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So he's got a hateable face. A little bit. It's like an evil pigeon. This one is going to throw you for a massive loop. <laughs> What? Who is it? It's absurd. Bill Paxton? No, no. Um, I went with Harrison Ford, Temple of Doom. That kind of works. He's a curmudgeon. I, yeah, because I, he's got like Indiana Jones's commitment to the artifacts and the history. Belongs in a museum. And when I think about the, God, you did your weird voice again. When I think about the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like an angry version of the Kool-Aid, you know, like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. A little bit macho man, a little bit Kool-Aid guy. Um, no, when I think about just that stubbornness and commitment to like the love of what he does, like Ed Harris is like a throwback baseball pitcher, yeah. right? Loves himself some Jesus Christ, Vaseline. like Van Vaselineing up the ball and stealing Joe Boo's rum. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with Harrison Ford. I, I was like a little it. bit out there, but no, I, no, that, that works. Right, right, yeah, because right. it, it has to look like someone who's 10 years older than they should be for playing baseball. Yeah. It's that Nolan Ryan, like you're still playing yes. kind of vibe. Yes. Yeah. So I went in that same kind of vein. I went with Bruce Dern from the Burbs, Mark Rumsfeld. He, you know he looks a lot like? Yeah, what? Donald what? Sutherland. No, he doesn't. You don't think so? This is like Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid <laughs> territory. He's right. a, he looks bananas. <laughs> they both look like angry. Bananas, you say? Yeah. That's yeah. Like one time. That's why you get one bananas per episode. It, Cherry. Like they're both weirdly charming, and you're not supposed to like them, but you still kind of like them for some reason. All right, all right. What? Nothing. You you know what? I'm I'm removing two words. You're not allowed to say. I wasn't even looking at you when I said that. You can't say what, and you can't say bananas. What? You can say you can say banana. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Moving along. Who are backups? Uh, I don't have any backups for this one. Sam Elliott Roadhouse. I had him for a couple. No, that's, I mean, that's a solid backup. I gotta be honest with you. You're better about backups than I am. Cause I'm convinced unless you Brian Dennehy me that you're never going to have the same person that I that's am. True. So we really don't cross paths. Rarely. We might. We'll never cross the streams. That's dangerous. <laughs> Rachel. Next we've got Rachel Phelps, like the uh, Olympic swimmer and Michigan prodigy. Yeah. My neighbor dated him. Really? Yeah. In college. That is a really underwhelming story. What? I don't know. It's cool. No, no, it's good. Stick it's like, with it. She, it's like Shape of Water. She it's dated good. a fish. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyways. I spiced it up for you, you didn't did. I? Thank you. It's better. <laughs> you redeemed yourself. Um, it's like Deep Blue Sea, but not. Any, anyways, uh, <laughs> Margaret Witten. So I love her. Uh, and she's totally this like under the radar actress who's been in a couple films that I'm obsessed with. Have you watched Little Monsters yet? No. Okay. So you need to watch Little Monsters. She plays uh, Fred Savage's mom. Evil or good? Good. Like uh, her and her husband are going through some stuff. Okay. The husband is, uh, oh God, his name is 
is never going to pop into my head. Judge no, it's um, you're thinking of vice versa. Okay. Uh, her, hus- her husband is, you know, the two thieves, um, Joe Pesci and the other guy from Home Alone. Oh, it's Dan. It's the other guy. Yeah, Daniel Stern. Look at this guy. In this Diner. Diner look rules. Look at you. Blue Thunder. Max. Attic boy. Attic boy. Yeah. Plays the mom there. And then, of course, Vera Prescott, secret of my success. Bradley Whitfield's uh, aunt, who he's no having way. an affair with. So that's her. The red curly hair throws me yes, off. Yes, that's her. That's Come so on. Cool. Come she's on. Great in that. She's great in that. Yeah. And uh, she was also Molly from Nine and a Half Weeks. I don't know if you saw that movie. That's a hot movie. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know this you know based on a real person? Her ownership? No. It's uh, the Minnesota Twins owner in the 70s, Calvin Griffith, tried to do this with his team and move them to Tampa. Oh, the strategy. Yeah. She isn't like, I thought you meant like, well, the they based the gotcha. character the strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think you're going to like mine. All right. This. If there be someone you Wait, can Wait, am I first? Are you first? Am I first? I'm I lost first, track? I guess. Oh, yeah. We need to get like an arrow, like a possession <laughs> arrow at a basketball game. We'd forget to hit it. I know. That's so true. <laughs> we we need we need interns. Where are interns? Yeah. Just, to, right. just press the intern. You're up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, like you said, it's someone who needs to be hated, fashion icon, uppity. Did I say they needed to be a fashion icon? We said she had good fashion. We or I, you? I did. <laughs> I went, there's no way you picked this. Mrs. Monahan from Easy Money. No, I did not go that. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's a great call. Geraldine Fitzgerald plays it to perfection. Slightly older vibe, mm. but it's that penny pinching, loves being in power, right. can give it back to the guy. If you can give it to Ronnie Dangerfield... Then you can do it with anybody. I agree. And she's got a master plan with Rodney Dangerfield. That's really, she fixed her own death. I mean, screwing a baseball team is like, you know, second or third. Second or third on the left. Yeah. yeah, it's a murder and mystery. Murder and mystery. <laughs> it's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, mine's considerably better. Do they have as many fancy hats? No. Okay. Uh, Kathleen Turner, War of the Roses. Oh, that is good. That's really good. Yeah. Her and Michael Douglas, who, by the way, in in looking at his body of work, he's in a lot of movies between Disclosure with Demi Moore, Fatal Attraction, and War of the Roses, where he basically gets in a lot of marital trouble. Yeah. He's in the most marital trouble actor that I've ever seen, right? He's willing to beat himself up for a role. Oh, he beats himself up. Yeah. Uh, War of the Roses, Kathleen Turner. I mean, aside, I I know we- tall, too. I beg, borrow, and steal from other characters. But when you think about romancing the stone and you think about Jessica Rabbit and like this, this mix of like sensualness with also like terrifying, like yeah. brutal toughness, it just, it fit perfect. For it me. Re- I, I think you win this one. I, I feel yeah. like I did. I yeah. feel like I did. I thought you were going to go Sigourney. No, I was going to. I was, they, they, look, oh, they, look, I, they look so similar. I only didn't go Sigourney because now that we've done what well, we've done about five or six recasting episodes yeah. and I find like I always go to the ones. <laughs> so I made it a point to really avoid picking anyone I've ever used before. You could have done Working Girl. I was considering Sigourney. also doing Enrique. Palazzo. <laughs> That's just weird. That's super weird. Oh man. All right. Uh moving on. Just a bit outside. Bob Euchre is he's so he's, good. He's irreplaceable. I mean, like he's he, on screen for like eight minutes. Nobody else could have no. done it as good as him. Um, so we're talking about Harry Doyle, played by Bob Euchre, uh major league baseball player. Yeah. Turned actor and commentator. Commentator. And David Ward said. He had no this idea. Is, he had, he, no, not that. Had no idea that he was a sportscaster. Yeah. But knew that this was the only person he wanted for this role. But it was, again, it was based on the Miller Lite commercials and Mr. Belvedere. Just go show, watch your commercials. Right? Yeah. Um, he is, have you seen um, Necessary Roughness? Yeah. So like Rob, Sh- I feel like Rob Schneider's character is a tip of the hat to this, right? Yeah. Fumbalaya, <laughs> Fumbaruski, <laughs> like I, all this idea of like the wacky sportscaster. I can't think of anyone before Euchre that did this. Can yeah, you? Yeah, you're right, actually. D- is this like he, he is? Because now you like see it, it pops up all the time. <laughs> oh my God, basketball. That's a movie. Um, <laughs> Underrated. That's incredible. Is that a baseball movie? 
<laughs> it's, it's, a, it's on film. It's, yeah, it's something. So, I... <laughs> Damn it, Squints. Oh, man. Um, there's only one person I could think of for this role. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> oh, Max, it's already getting weird. Um, Rodney Dangerfield, Caddyshack, Al Cervic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I thought he would be, you know, yeah. small dose, you know, getting up there and being like, oh, geez, the Indians, you know, they get no respect. <laughs> That'd be, I like Vaughn, it. Vaughn's yeah. at the mound. My God, was he gonna throw a ball? He's gonna sell me a suit. Call my wife, please. Yeah, I know, right? It might be. It might have been like a little over the top, but I feel like he could have pulled it it's off. One of the few people that's in the same range as him. Yeah, like but same. I mean, Euchre, Euchre. That's the thing is, like, I can't imagine anybody else doing it outside of Bob Euchre. Yeah. But Rodney Dangerfield would have been funny. Yeah, I like. You could put Rodney Dangerfield in any movie. Well, we did. Who did we joke about recasting? <laughs> Doc him as? Brown. Doc Brown. <laughs> oh, Marty. Oh, jeez. It's your kids. It's your kids. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so I went more realistic. I went for a guy who actually seems like a hometown baseball loving kind of drunk. And I went Jim Belushi. Oh, Belushi's about, great. About last you nailed night. It. About you last nailed night. It. You nailed it. Bernie's just such a jerk and he's a Chicago no, boy. You nailed it. Yeah. You, you nailed it. Belushi would have <laughs> Belushi would have been perfect. He's so funny too. Like yeah. when he feels rejected, he goes, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go home, make a little macaroni and cheese, seal the windows, and turn on the gas. Yeah. I'm like those are lines he'd say, you know, the way he's ribbing Rob Lowe would yep. be the other guy. No, nope, you got it. You see yeah. them that movie's bananas. Is, it's, I'm sorry, it, it's what? It. Ah! <laughs> it's oranges. It's plums. God, it's dragon fruit. Unbelievable. Uh, no, you killed it. I, I totally agree. Belushi is the pick. Uh, or Jeff Goldblum in The Big Show. <laughs> you love it. Yes, 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 yes. Your Goldblum is good. I love when we discover imitations that we do that are good. Your Goldblum is good. Do you remember when you said you wanted to have a charcuterie board yeah. that was his chest? I do. That was so weird. He's got a good chest. He's weirdly jacked. Oh, man. A yeah, hundred years ago. Not now. Now he, he looks like he looks like like your uncle. He looks like the Joker had a seven year old kid. I don't know what that means. I don't know. He looks thin and well put together. Um, Max, I, we're right about at the halfway point, so it's a great time for us to stop and uh, take <laughs> take seventh ad. inning stretch. <laughs> take <laughs> me out to no. Let's just do the ad. <laughs> Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, True. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man, and I need this kind of stuff. It works. is It's it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know what I mean? It's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Welcome back. It's the top of the ninth. 
<laughs> Two on, one out. I can't even impromptu fake anything about baseball because I know nothing about baseball. Do you know baseball. what a suicide squeeze is? Nope. Oh, do you it know sounds what? painful and terrible. <laughs> a pickle? I do. I like pickles. Do you know, do you know what a pickle is? I baseball? know what a pickle yeah. is. Yeah. It's where uh, the two guys are stuck between the other guy or something. I don't know, dude. Wow. I know. I'm not American. It's terrible. The only thing that I, that's why I offset it by always being like a rock. Rocky, yeah. Rocky, like I, I love other football stuff more than anybody. Oh, I know football like inside out, yeah, but not so much with baseball. Should we cast a football? Is there any good football movie from the eighties? That insane Robin Williams movie. That's yeah, terrible. that's a great one. Best no, of times. So Don't call tough. it insane. It's a great movie. Okay. Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah. yeah. Football. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dude, come on. It's got Woody Harrelson, Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. That's, you can't beat that. It's a great movie. Uh, the big guy from uh, Citizens on Patrol, Police Academy. Do you remember? No. The one who raps. He's also in there. He's the nerdy guy. Bubba Gump. Like, yeah, yeah, he's the big dude. All right, Max. Okay. <laughs> that was an interesting hard right turn. Let's get to the most important but boring character. Yeah, she, I, <laughs> they, they don't, I mean, they, com, <laughs> 80s comedies are not like kind as far as giving any good roles to women. Because yeah. these are like two of them, I mean, they could have been pivotal roles and they're so forgettable. We're talking about Linwell played yeah, by, Renee, played by Renee, Renee Russo. Russo. There's Who, no way. She, Renee Russo's fantastic. Yeah, and there's no way she should like Jake Taylor at None all. at all. Yeah. None at all. <laughs> Come on, baby. The fact that at the, at the end of this movie. I read Moby Dick. I know. The fact that at the end of this movie, she like holds up her hand and her wedding ring is off and she totally yeah. just yeah it's yeah it's not good not good not good but recasting it was fun so are you up first uh, sure I think so yeah. yeah all right kitten so speaking of wildcats I called you kitten <laughs> me Call me on yeah oh that's great Molly yeah oh. can hang with the dudes and stand up for herself uh, the running competition bet remember maybe, uh, Renee yeah. Russo in this is the 200 meter Freestyle, freestyle, yeah, swimming, Olympic, yeah, something hopeful. or other, yeah. If there's any sport that I know less about than baseball, it's, it's going to be swimming. swimming. <laughs> you knew Michael Phelps, I did. But the eye bulging when she's yelling at Jake, yeah. I could find it believable too. And sure. She's also warm and kind. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, look, I love like Goldie I said, Hawn. Somewhat of a forgettable role. I love Goldie Hawn. Is too. she your favorite actress no. of the eighties? No. Who's close? Yours? Well, I might be bringing her up right now. Oh, can I guess who it is? No, you okay, can't. Okay. Stop thunder stealing. I know who it is. I picked from a little movie called Grandview USA. I knew it, Jamie Lee. Curtis as Mike Cody. Oh my God. That's a really good pick. I, it had not been for this podcast yeah. that forced me to watch movies for our last episode <laughs> that I'd never seen before, <laughs> AKA Grandview USA. If you haven't seen it yet, Patrick Swayze movie, first check out our podcast from last week and then go listen <laughs> to it. But Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I, and last week, remember I was going on a rant about how I love Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis. In this. She would kill it in major league. Crush it. She's got the comedic chops, yeah. the charm, the softness, but also the toughness. I, I would actually like her more than Renee Russo it's important because they spend a lot of time. This is the central B plot right. of the whole movie. Right. Yeah. It is weak at best. Yeah. It's not yeah. developed at all. No chemistry. And Jamie Lee. Lee Curtis wouldn't tolerate that. No. Look at what she short did. Short haircut or? Uh, oh, yeah. Short haircut yeah. for sure. Look at what she did in Trading Places. Yeah. Standing, I'm standing between comedic towers. Yeah. And she's still punching her weight. Made made her mark. I mean, yeah. I, like you remember her. You remember everything about her. She was great. So, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I love it. I feel good about this pick. Pedro? No, no, no. I'm still talking about Jamie Lee Curtis. Are are we ready to roll to Pedro? Yeah, you killed it. Yeah. All right, fine. Pedro Serrano, Dennis Haysbert. Crush this The Allstate commercial guy, the president on 24. Also, I'm surprised when we talk about him that you don't immediately go to one of your favorite movies. Heat, the cook from Heat. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. He's a driver. He's great. I feel bad because he dies. He does. It's awful, but he's great in it. I mean, like. I want a whole show about him at the, him at the, uh, him cooking. (laughs) Jesus. Him at the what? What is it called? The, the, the restaurant. The diner. The diner. 
My dad loves Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Tell me if you're having a stroke. Blink twice if you're having a stroke. You're good. He's good, folks. Don't worry. Oh, that's good. Um, He hit all the home runs, like you said. That's really cool. He did. Is he your favorite character in this movie? Second favorite. Yeah, I think he's my second favorite too. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see at the end who your yeah. favorite is. There's not too much background or story about him. Oh, there's just enough. He's this man of mystery. <laughs> hey, he is. The bats need hats. And he's got snakes. Uh, I believe I'm up. Yeah. Yeah. This was tough. I have a lot. I have like four different answers <laughs> okay. here. Um, God, it's there's really, one I would think you should do. Well, I got a lot. Uh, God, who do I go with? Should I go with my most ridiculous one first? Yes. Mr. T. Clubber Lang. Rocky three. That's great. It's nuts. That's I love that. I don't know that he could pull off the accent, but Maybe. I thought it would be kind of fun. I mean, it's not that it's a bad accent anyways. I, I just felt like he I felt like Mr. T was never given the appropriate opportunity to do anything with his career other than being B.A. Barakas <laughs> yeah. and Clubber Lang. You know, like I wanted to see this something fits, else. Though. He's intimidating the stare. And he's he's tough and he yeah. would freak people out. And I, I, I liked it. Keep the Mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. I like oh, it. Shave his head. What would he look Ooh, like with a shaved head? Scary. Yeah. Right. He's already scary. Can I give you my back? I'm yeah. gonna, no, you go no, first. No, 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 you go first. No, no, you're not going to have mine. That's cocky. I just know. Okay. Keith David. Shoot, you do have No! <laughs> Frank from They Live. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Six foot two and Jack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Platoon, The Thing. Yeah. And then honestly, like, it's funny because the reason that I really wanted to use him was for two, Marked for Death. He plays a guy named Max, just like you, but it's a 90s movie. And another 90s movie, but chemistry with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Men at Work. Oh, yeah. He's great in Men at Work. Yeah. He's, he's also, hilarious. He's the voice of the Flame King on Adventure Time, too. Oh, you love Adventure Time. And I mean, Requiem for a Dream, he's creepy. Yeah, super creepy. All right, talk. <laughs> I just stole all of the information about it, but why do you like him? That gap between his teeth makes him look evil. <laughs> it does. Him and uh, Strahan, right? Yeah. Well, no, Strahan looks like a friendly teddy bear, but <laughs> he's like, they're like yin and yang. Sure. But I mean, that fight with Nada, he's. Kicking butt. He's got right. those big arms. He's, oh, got, yeah. he's got a little bit of a gut. You yeah. know what I mean? But he can handle himself. For that's, sure. That's what you want from a baseball player. That's all baseball players look like, right? I can't believe you didn't pick this one person, though. I didn't pick him because I thought you were. Sonny Landham, Predator. No. So it's funny that you said that because the only other person I considered doing, Sonny yeah. Landham would have been a really good pick. Yeah. Bubba Smith, Hightower, Police Academy. Too friendly looking. You think? Yeah. I mean, well, I know him from Police Academy. Yeah. Where he's know, a big, lovable guy. He is big and lovable. Yeah. Sonny Landon <laughs> would have been good. I can't believe you didn't pick Sonny Landon. Who's the guy from Lockup who's <laughs> the bigger guy? Frank McCree. Oh, yeah. 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 He's he's a little out of two out of shape, I think. From batteries not included, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I could never pick him because he's kind of soft and sweet, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, these are good picks. I'm excited. Max, we're getting there. We're getting up to the good ones. I mean, they're all good, but we're getting to the real you good ones. You want to say it or me? Uh, no, I'll say it. Shut up, Dorn. Dorn. Piss on your contract. <laughs> My pick, my pick for Dorn. It's out of my reach. What do you want can me we, to do? Can we, talk, can we talk about Dorn for a second? I'm Cor- gonna Corbin Bernstein. Yeah, I'm gonna go out. On, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. He saves the whole movie. He saves the day. He finds out that his wife is having an affair, and how does he respond? By taking like grounders and like, you know, is that what they're called? Grounders. Yeah, yeah. Right, good. I was making sure. <laughs> um, and giving a pep talk to Vaughn. Strike this guy. Yeah, out. Uh, something like that. Yeah. We can't use all the words, but whatever. Well, he was cheating too. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's the guy's on his team. It's Vaughn, right? And he already hates Vaughn. And then at the end, but when it, when they're all cheering and celebrating, he punches yeah. him in the face and he actually hit him in the face. Yeah. They'd shoot the last couple scenes covering the red mark that he put on Charlie Sheen's face. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Do you also know Corbin Burnson, the guy who played uh, Dorn, has the largest snow globe collection in the world? <laughs> he has 9,000 snow globes. That's super weird. And they love snowing him. My pick for this is straight fire. You're going to take mine. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Sure. All right. You're up first. Oh. I'll, I'll let you do your backups too. Yeah. So I did Dan Aykroyd, the oh. great outdoors. 
Roman Craig. Wow. Fast talking. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of the butt of the joke. I don't, I can't see. He's not self-aware. Sports. Aykroyd is weirdly more athletic than you think in general. Uh, he's just got the big kind of str- You know what? It's not crazy. I, I get it, especially because you're doing Roman. Because Roman is like this absolute prick. Yeah. And But you still kind of love him a little bit and yeah. redeems himself And he comes at the clean end. at the end. And yeah, yeah, So does yeah, Dorn. Yeah. There's the yeah. catharsis. You need All right. that. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Well, what else? What were your backups? Uh, Chris Sarandon. Okay. Uh, from Fright Night. Yep. You know, there's the kind of elegant. Sure. Or sure. Tom Selleck, Three Men and a Baby. Oh, Tom Selleck. Oh, why didn't I think of Selleck in a couple of these? Because he's not hateable. <sighs> Sell it could have been good. Yeah. You're ready for mine? Straight, yeah. straight, straight out of the Napalm. This, this came from like my, the deep caverns. Is this of your my most heart. proud one? Chevy Chase, Fletch. That's really good. <laughs> That's really, really right? good. Yeah. Like the snarkiness and like I could just imagine him going up to Lou Brown and being like, I'd like to talk to you about my contract, please. <laughs> and like, and remember when the lawyer is in Fletch's house and yeah. he takes all the paperwork and spilling it everywhere, <laughs> putting it under the sink. And I just, I was thinking this would be Dorn. Yeah. This is totally Dorn. That's a quality pick. And then I mixed a little bit of Ty Webb from Caddyshack in there. What were you saying? Are you doing Batman? No, when he's hitting the balls with his feet. I can't do it. I know. That's why I was saying it's not like Batman. Do you have the Beatles White Album? You ever seen a crisp $50 bill? Oh, that's good. Is that Caddyshack 2 or 1? I haven't seen Caddyshack 2. I think I was just quoting Caddyshack 2. Who knows? I'm out of my mind. Uh, moving from Roger Dorn to, uh, my favorite. Yeah. Lou Brown. He's incredible. Uh, every baseball manager should sound too old to hop out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have your attention, please? I have something I think you all ought to know about. It seems Ms. Phelps doesn't think too highly of our worth. My Lou Brown's pretty good. It, it is good. It's pretty solid. You need the stash. I, I, I can grow that. He's got the squinty eyes. Do you remember when Dorn... What, what color his eyes? Do you I know? have no clue. Yeah, because it's a you weird, weird you question. Do you remember when he was saying they won't keep anyone? And Dorn even was like... Me? Even me? goes, yes, even you, Dorn. There's some future all-stars on this team. <laughs> he's like optimistic for a curmudgeon. Oh, for sure. Or like Vaughn storms into the office and yeah. freaks out. He's like, good. I like that kind of spirit in a player. <laughs> the only problem is I didn't cut you. <laughs> I think someone's been having some fun with you. <laughs> The way he talks, it's like hillbilly poetry. It's great. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> I really like my pick for this, but uh, am I up or are you up? You, I think I'm up. You are up. Oh, man. The pressure is on. This is, in all of my recastings, my number one pick. Shut up. Yep. For real. This is my favorite pick of all my recastings. Mine is Nick Cage as Marty McFly. That was really good. <laughs> this is, when I say this one, I think this, I think you're going to look at me and you're be like, this is your best recasting pick ever. Okay. Because I love Lou Brown. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not going to tell you his Can name. Can we stroke your hair? Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to do one quote and you're going to be like, oh my God. Okay. Oh, well, who wants to live forever? Dive! <laughs> the dude from- uh, Brian yeah. Blessed from Flash Gordon. Yeah. Prince Voltan. <laughs> he is wild. Tell me that you wouldn't be a perfect Lou Brown. He's a little too Viking for no, me. No, this is, <laughs> oh, he's nuts. He'd be perfect. <laughs> he does bop him in the head with yeah, his little- Yeah, he's just like, he's got that gruff. <laughs> and he's, and by the way, I just watched an interview with him that was yeah. done about maybe six years ago and he's still out of his mind he is amazing he's british i'm not gonna try to imitate his accent and he's just like and it's pretty crazy how successful i am and i'm doing all these things and he, like you look at him you're like oh my god he is literally voltan you picked it that's really good that is my i i'm the most proud of this of any one of my recastings when i thought of it i'm like prince voltan didn't <laughs> would, even think twice would he wear the wings oh for sure <laughs> Ah, Dorn! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about it, right? Yeah. Give me Vaughn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he jumps up a level. 
<laughs> I had to take it up a notch. Could he have the heart to hearts? I told you, I warned you at the beginning of this. I said, you, you, I give you credit. You always get the wild like picks that I'm like mocking and making fun of. I'm like, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. Yeah. It only took like six of these recastings to loosen me up a little bit. But Prince Voltan. There the, are no rules. There are no rules. That's yeah. right. It's Fight Club. Only three rules. <laughs> Don't talk about I know, recasting. I forgot. I'm sorry. All right. Who you got? Clint Eastwood, the Deadpool. Oh, that's good. Dirty Harry Callahan. That's really good. Because he's funny. He like he relates to his partner. But he can withdraw it a little bit. No, that's a great yeah. pick. That's a great pick. Just I like that. Rough and tumble. Squinty. Yeah. Squinty too. I like Squinty. Him. Good old Squinty. <laughs> uh that takes us to Willie Mays Hayes. What about Robert Loja? From Big. Oh, you had backups? Yeah. Of course. McMillan. Robert Loja. Loja. Uh, well, not from over the top? <laughs> No, not the evil grandpa. <laughs> you love over the top I know. Robert Loja. But McMillan's awesome. Any other backups? Nope. All right. Loja it is. <laughs> Brian Denny. Uh, this takes us to Wesley Snipes, Willie Mays Hayes. I hit like Mays, I run like Hayes. I, I guess he doesn't, though, because apparently they put everything of his in slow-mo because he can't run very fast. He's not a good athlete. That's weird. Yeah. Because like when I think of Blade and yeah. Passenger 52? 57. 57, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see in White Man Passenger Can't Jump. 52, what is wrong with me? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Passenger 52. I'm going to get letters about that. The that's going to, yeah. Uh, what's it called again? Speed. No, 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 not speed. The bus that couldn't slow down. You know what I found out about this movie, too? Uh-huh. His bro- <laughs> uh-huh. You're just like, oh, God. I'm just thinking about Passenger 52. It's the 52 pickup. His Volkswagen that looks like a Rolls Royce in the front. Yes. That's an actual kit that a company made from the 70s and 80s. And sure. Got sued by Rolls Very Royce. Very fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> it looked cool. Jesus. He might be the best part of this movie. He's great. Fast talking, high energy, yeah. silly, joyous. Yeah, he's like, great. When everybody does Except his, they got rid did they get rid of him in two? Omar Epps. Yeah, that's right. Bed. That's right. Well, not wanted to, but Wesley Snipes was done with it. Right, right. Yeah. He but became a megastar. When he does his dance, when he uh, doesn't get, you know, uh, cut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing. The and, uh, you know what, Max? Just, are you up first? <laughs> American it's Express. the same time in every episode that you fall apart. <laughs> I look at the board. We're three quarters in and you fall apart. Yep. Every episode. Okay. I'll, we'll get through this. Are we going to? Clarence Gilliard Jr. Who played Theo in Die Hard. Oh. Yeah. All right. Arrogant but likable. Yeah. And when he's telling the basketball story coming in, he's like, AC Green throws it to James Worthy. Throws the cream. Two points. It's like he's got that cool energy to him. And he shoots. No, no. What is it? What's the football one he does? Oh, the quarterback is toast. Yeah. 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 I always say shoots. He scores. Yeah. yeah. Passenger 52. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a good celebrator and he seems athletic. He can handle like Tom Cruise yelling at him and standing yeah, down. Sure. Oh, that's right. And Top Gun. Yeah. When, uh, he was pissed because Tom Cruise is having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. He wasn't very sensitive to that. At and all. Alan Rickman, he can bounce back and forth. With yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I like it. Yeah. I like this pick. I think it'll surprise. I don't know if it'll surprise you or not. Kermit the Frog. Yes. That's every episode. <laughs> you're like Muppet Sick Manhattan. Kermit the Frog. Bananas, Max. It's bananas. The King. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. That's good. It's well, obvious. It was, it was obvious. And I was just like, but he'd be perfect at it. He's a good runner. The arrogance, the cockiness, the yeah. athleticism. Like, I just thought he'd he be could, perfect. He could improv some stuff, oh, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. He'd be a little bit more prevalent in the movie, probably. Oh but God. he'd be good. If he'd this movie good. was all about Willie Mays Hayes, oh, I'd yeah. totally watch. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Max, we are down to our final two. Ricky. Oh, man. Ricky Vaughn. Wild thing. I think I love you. I want to know <laughs> for sure. Please don't sing, Max. Is this Charlie Sheen's best role? No. What is it? Wall Street when he cries? <laughs> oh, Charlie Sheen. Platoon is up there. Oh, best role in the 80s or best role ever? Ever. Wow. I really like that weird science fiction movie he was in in the nine. Arrival. Arrival. He, was, uh, I didn't he wasn't Arrival. great in it, but it was yeah. just a weird movie. 
Gosh, I don't know. Oh, hot shots, question. part two. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Or just hot shots. Yeah. It doesn't have to just be part two. No, part two is great. Well, they're both good, but part like one's good, too. when he puts the gummy bears on his hand. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> what were we just talking about this? And I, and I screwed it up. I said it was kickboxer, and you were like, no, it's blood sport. Yeah, yeah. Or did I, no, screw, you, I screwed, you screwed it up God, again. Bless it, Matt. <laughs> okay, so um, who's up? I lost track. It's you. It's me? Yeah. Ricky Vaughn, huh? You got to do this off the top of your head? I'm not. I've got an answer for you, and uh, I think you're going to like it. A lot. Who is it? Rob Lowe, St. Elmo's Fire, Billy Hicks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I also, I borrowed a little bit from uh, Dean Youngblood, but primarily Billy Hicks from St. Elmo's Fire. He's such a recluse. He is. He's out of control, right? And like- Is Ricky out of control though, actually, in the movie? So, yes, he's out of control. He literally was just in prison. Yeah. And when uh, Jake and Willie Mays and Ricky are all getting dinner and he sees his his ex-wife with- (laughs) He sees his ex-wife with um, her new new husband- And he's like, do you want me to drag him outside and beat the you know what out of him? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. like he's he's not stable. Yeah, he, yeah. Remember when he, oh, he goes into lose lose office yeah. and starts flipping tables over? Yeah. You know, like he's not in a good place mentally. <laughs> okay. So yes, I think he's to me than I remembered when I saw Rob, the movie. Rob Lowe, Wild Thing has to be a heartthrob, yep. a bad boy, and got some athleticism. Yeah, would he wear the one gold earring? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, they're a little different. No, but he, in in uh, Saint Elmo's fire, he had was one more Barry Bonds. Is you're really gonna you're gonna split hairs on that? No. Okay. <laughs> Who do you got? John Travolta, Bud from oh, Urban Cowboy. Travolta's good. <laughs> little Southern Twain to Ricky's Rebellion. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> he's re- he's determined to ride that mechanical bull. Yeah. Like the athlete kind of. And yeah. he flips out on Sissy. God, that movie is wild. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I almost picked Deborah Winger for um Me too. to replace uh, Margot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Is it Margot? Yeah, yeah it's Margot. Well, that's the actress's name. Yeah, you know what I meant. Phelps. Like the swimmer. (laughs) (laughs) But juvenile, hard on a sleeve. And I've never seen Travolta in a really like athletic role outside of dancing. So I'd kind of be curious to see what he could do. Uh, When he was in Greece, he joined the track team. Oh, yeah. Come on. I don't and the wrestling team and the basketball team and the football team. He went through all of them. It's a strange movie. It's a super strange movie. (laughs) Greece is the word. (laughs) Uh, Max, we're ready. Oh, boy. Last one. Yeah. And you're up first. Okay. Jake. Taylor, the crux of this movie, Tom Berenger, who, by the way, his career is kind of wild. He's right. He's incredible. He's in a lot of like missing in action, military movies. Oh, he's nuts in platoon. I love him in platoon training day. Yeah. Oh man. He's always like the sleaze kind of substitute except major league. Yeah. He is like a genuine, great, wonderful dude in major league. I mean, he wakes up in Mexico (laughs) with a sombrero. Who who are we to judge? (laughs) Who are we to judge? Seemed like he lived a little wild. Yeah. Well, that's a baseball player. Got bad knees. He's no Ricky Vaughn. Ricky Vaughn was in jail. Max, for this spectacular recasting, who are you rounding us out with? So you need that wear and tear, the charm with Lynn, but also someone who's like, has I lived on my face kind of thing. I'm going Michael Douglas, Jack Colton, Romancing the Stone. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, big man child. Yeah. Got the charisma, that face that says, I've lived my life for the last 20 years. Michael Douglas looks a little bit like Tom Berenger. Yeah. So you went with someone who kind of like looks and feels similar. Bad knees, you know live my life kind of not vibe. Michael Douglas. Uh, you didn't want to go Michael Douglas, uh, fatal, fatal attraction. <laughs> no, it's a little schlubby in that. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a pot belly. What are your backups? Give me your backups. Uh, Harrison Ford, the last crusade. Yeah. I like that. And Martin Cove, the karate kid. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, Martin Cove. That's really good. I wonder if he oh, could Martin play good. Cove could have done Lou, uh, Lou Brown. Can he play good? Has he ever played someone who's? Yes, he's been. In, no, he's been he's in. Been Ram- he's been in Rambo and the Karate Kid. Yeah, I, I'm unaware of anything else he's ever been in. That, that's why I kind of went away from him. Because could he be nice? I have two, and the two that I have, one of them I am just baffled that you didn't pick. Okay, uh, Val Kilmer, Iceman, Top Gun. 
too good looking in, no, like, in his prime. No, 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 no. Think I want you to think a little bit of the Saint. I want you to think a little bit of. But you're talking about Top Gun. I know. I'm, just, I'm Top Gun's my primary. He's he's you know this like kind of by the book. No, totally. I don't, I don't not, like this at all. Not resonating. All right, my other one you like more. Yeah, Bruce Willis, Die Hard. That's good. All right, there that you go. works. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like smarmy, give yeah, it back to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bananas, you know. <laughs> when he talks to Dorn, you could feel it. Yeah. yeah. You, what is, I can't even say <laughs> you it. You can't even say it. Can't quote anything in here, right? He's, you I, botch I, another ball like that. Right, I can just imagine, can't you imagine Bruce Willis showing up at Dorn's house and being like, you know, for some of us, this is the last chance we got. <laughs> you want to be an interior decorator? Come up to Cleveland. Yeah, if you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Off the rails. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, Max, we just recasted Major League. More importantly, we just spent an hour talking about Major League. Yeah, no f bombs either. No f bombs. Fudge. Oh my firecracker. Sorry, enough. You're giving me anxiety when you do that. We did it. We covered it. Safe at home. Uh, and that means that it's time for my favorite part of the show. It being over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the buzz in the tower fan spotlight. Giddy up. Let's do it. This week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight are Brothers in Arms. Yeah. Podcasters, The Confused Breakfast. One of the best out there. They're really, really funny. They go so deep on specific movies. I love it so much. Like their fan theory behind the Goonies oh, and that's Back to the Future being the in the same world. They do a lot of mind. they do a lot of cool stuff. So the Confused Breakfast. Your first stop, if you're not a podcast person, which I guess I would wonder why you're listening to ours, but whatever. <laughs> Welcome. If you're not a podcast person and you just want to get your toe in the water, go to their TikTok. Incredible. Their TikTok is is our inspiration. I mean, they just, they're straight fire on that thing. Yeah. Their podcast, they have such good chemistry with three people. Like I do our podcast and I'm like, if I had another person in this room and I had to deal with like two maxes, I'd murder both of you. Yep. They seem to just have a perfect equilibrium between those three. Yeah. Three man weave. Yeah. It's not three man weave. Look at you. It's a the triangle, triangle basketball. I know that <laughs> triangle basketball. I'm so stupid. Uh, Instagram, check out their podcast, check out their TikTok, uh, the confused breakfast. And what am I missing? Anything? No. All right. Well, let's listen to what Mike, AJ, and Sean have to say about recasting Major League. Mo and Max, Buzz in the Tower, what's up? It is Mike, AJ, and Sean from the Confused Breakfast podcast. We like to pick one movie, and, and we go all in on that movie. But you right. guys, your show's fun. Ours sucks. Yeah. <laughs> But when you called us up and you're like, hey, bros, yo, it's Mo and Max. We're going to recast Major League. First of all, we're like, how dare you? Do not recast Major League. Yeah. Just take it easy there. Wesley Pump the brakes Snipes, there. You cannot do that. But then you're like, no, this is hypothetical. We're not really going to do it. We said, oh. You mean we could pretend? <laughs> we did. That's fine. That's how you got us. So we're here to tell you the people we would recast in Major League. Yeah. I think you're going to disagree with us. Probably. But let's try it. AJ, what do you got, man? We all know Ricky Vaughn. Wow. Be careful. Thing. You can't recast him. You can't? What if it was Emilio Estevez? <laughs> <laughs> what if I use the same bloodline? <laughs> okay. Okay. You can do that. <laughs> I go back with. Here's the thing. The pursed lips of Emilio Estevez are better than the pursed <laughs> lips of Charlie Sheen. In Ooh. my opinion, now that's a bold statement, and okay. I understand, okay? But I want to see a little bit more sick flow on the wild thing. Okay. I want to see a little bit more party in the back. I think that's the kind of vibe I want. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Rachel Phelps, who was yep. played by Margaret Witten in the original. Yes, correct. I'm going to replace that with Jessica Lange. 
Dude, okay. Oh, hey, yes. Yeah. American Horror Story vibes. American like, Horror Story. King dude. Kong, 1970s oh, version. Wow. I think that she could be this like that overbearing who's just like getting fanned every time she's <laughs> at a game and everything like that. And wants to just like get a, get a yacht. And I think she could really pull it off. I think her comedy chops are great. I think her drama chops are great. Well, I'm going. I, I'm I'm recasting Eddie Harris, and I know what you're thinking. Billy second. Bob Thornton. I'm like no. I'm going Sam Elliott. Ooh. Yeah. I want more of a, of a Southern vibe in this guy, right? Can you picture Sam Elliott with that giant mustache? <laughs> you try saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> like, that's what I want. If he is not Jesus Christ himself, I'm sure he knows him. <laughs> yes. 100%. They've so met. you're buying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Mo and Max, we really hope that you thought this was good. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't, well, you know what? Sorry. Honestly, if you didn't, I think we're just going to be done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if you didn't like these choices, we're done. Yeah. We give up. Yep. We're done as podcast as friends. As podcast. <laughs> Mike, AJ, and Sean from Confused Breakfast. Take it over, boys. Later. Thank you. They did not disappoint. They were so fun. So the Sam Elliott pick is solid. Jessica Lang, I love. I do want to point out that it's interesting that one thing that we share in common with them is that AJ and his fascination with the pursed lips and you and your weird <laughs> body image issues. Someone's got to do it. I guess every podcast needs one dude who's just Emilio. And he tipped his hat just, just like, like this. this. <laughs> <laughs> what is love? Well, I'm so sad we can't do that movie. I know. Neither Oxberry's <laughs> gold. Huge thanks to the Confused Breakfast. You guys killed it. Uh, appreciate you doing our fan spotlight. And yeah, next week we're going to have the not confused lunch. Anyway, so <laughs> listen, it's great doing another podcast. It's, ma- it's, way, pa- it's way past Max's bedtime. Uh, I'm tired. A reminder subscribe, rate, review, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Facebook Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever, everywhere. Everywhere. YouTube channel, Instagram, yeah, Facebook, if TikTok. If we're not on a platform that you know, let us know. Yeah. We'll be on it. Yeah. That Bump, happened the other Bumble, way. Tinder. No, with ACAST, remember? OnlyFans. Are you starting our Buzz in the Tower OnlyFans page? I was giving a real statement and you just got wonky. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's late. It's late. Uh, all right. So, Max, anything to close us out on? Safe. Safe. Yeah. Safe. Like we got home run. Uh, I mean, yeah. no, it's no, okay. no, do it over. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> we'll, we'll use it. We're not doing it over. Um, no, uh, too. Nope. You're good. You're good. I'll, uh, I'll finish with Cleveland city of light, city of magic. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Is it better? Yeah. I'm trying to Randy any, Newman better. Anything's better than my <laughs> vocabulary. Oh man. <laughs> Took a while. Just a bit. <laughs> out. All right. Great. Max. Another wonderful day, evening, night with you. Yeah. My Strike dearest, out. My dearest Max. Sweet, sweet Max. Good night. Good night. I'll talk to you later. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.